All right, everybody, what's going on? Welcome back to Elevate Your Standards podcast. I'm your host, as always, Derek Lauder. And on today's episode, guys, we're going to be talking about anxiety loops. We're going to talk about what anxiety loops are, what you can do to escape anxiety loops, how they took over your brain, how they actually work, the actual functions of them, and just how we can kind of move on from them, guys, and live a better life because nobody likes to deal with anxiety. And when you're trapped in one of these loops, it seems almost impossible to get out of and like your life may never be the same, but it will. And we're going to go through some techniques to help you guys deal with it. But before we get started, guys, I want to thank you for being here and listening. As always, our following is growing at a really steady pace through these first couple of months. So I appreciate it. If you guys want to go ahead and give me a rating and a five star like on whatever pops or whatever podcast platform you guys are listening to. And then also go ahead and send this to a couple of friends. I'd really appreciate it, guys. Helps us grow you know, get out to more people. And these messages, I think, can help benefit a lot of people, a lot of people's life. So you're doing a good thing by sending this out. And I appreciate you guys listening. As always, I hope you're gaining value from the show. I hope you're really liking it. You can follow me on Instagram at Derek Lauder. I post a lot more stuff related to the stuff content we talk about on the show. I post a lot of stuff on the story on Instagram as well. So thanks, guys. I appreciate all the support that we've gotten so far. All right, let's jump into anxiety loops, guys. Exactly what they are, you know, how they can take over your brain, how to escape them. And we'll talk a little bit about why they happen as well and kind of the actual science behind it. And when you can see it from a different view, you'll be able to kind of control it because you can see exactly what's going on and understand, you know, the science behind why your brain and why your emotions are acting like this. So let's jump right into it, guys. What is anxiety? You know, if you're listening to this podcast, I'm just going to assume that you've dealt with anxiety at some point in your life. Almost everybody has. Maybe you've called it something different. Maybe you called it a more specific disorder or just the general blanket of anxiety. Whatever it is, I'm confident that you guys have dealt with those anxious feelings before. And that is something that we can help everybody live a better life if they could just stop being anxious because anxiety cripples a lot of people in this world. So does depression. And mental health is one of the most important things. If your health, if your mental health isn't where it needs to be, the rest of your body and the rest of your life is going to suffer heavily. It's arguably the most important thing to take care of. So what is an anxiety loop? An anxiety loop, if you've dealt with anxiety before, you know what this is already, and maybe you just haven't put a name to it, okay? But anxiety loop is where something gets stuck, a thought, and you get in stuck into a loop where you're going back and forth and back and forth over something that makes you anxious, and it feels impossible to leave these loops, okay? Let me give you an example. A lot of people's anxieties come from worst-case scenario thinking, all right? Let's say that their friend or their partner or their girlfriend or whatever just left on like a long road trip, okay? Worst case scenario thinking, you may be thinking what if they get in a car accident and someone dies and it's a tragedy, okay? Now, the average person who doesn't suffer from, you know, extreme anxiety or you could say just an anxious mind, okay, might think of that and be like, I hope that doesn't happen. That's, you know, that's ridiculous. It probably won't happen. And then move on. It's not a happy thought. It's not something they're comfortable with, but then they move on. Now, somebody who when goes into an anxiety loop with this topic will ask themselves, okay, what if this happens? Oh my God, that'd be horrible. And then you get this feeling of anxiousness that runs over your body that feels like if this happened, you know, you wouldn't even be able to live. You get extreme anxiety because of it because you're thinking of that worst case scenario. So then a separate part of your mind pops up. This part of your mind is going to try to convince you why what you're thinking is not going to happen. It's unrealistic. There's only this many car accidents a year. You know, she's going to be fine. She's going to be safe. And then boom, you're right back to the start of the loop because that doesn't help. The answer is now, well, what if she gets in an accident? Well, what if this happens? Well, what if this happens? 
and you get caught in an anxiety loop where you're trying to answer a question in your mind that cannot be answered. You're trying to solve a problem that cannot be solved, okay? There's a certain amount of uncertainty that is absolutely, you know, definitive in life, okay? You're not gonna be able to be certain 100,000% of the time about anything. And a lot of anxiety orders come from the fear of uncertainty. I don't agree with it that it comes from living in the future at all times. It just comes from uncertainty, all right? And so when uncertainty comes, it puts you in these anxiety loops if you are unable to deal and accept with that uncertainty, all right? And so a lot of people, that's that's a problem that they have, including myself. I suffer from anxiety heavily and even, you know, a specific kind of it that we can talk about a little bit later. But these OCD loops, that's really what they're called, they're obsessive compulsive disorder loops, okay, are a form of anxiety that a lot of people experience on varying levels. But this is something that's very common. When you talk to people experiencing anxiety, they usually understand this loop, okay? And the key is if you literally are picturing yourself in a loop, the loop has a gravitational pull around it, all right? So you have to try to escape that loop, and it's not easy as just stepping out and being like, I'm done thinking about it, I'm done thinking about that thought, and I'm done thinking that loop. It's almost impossible because when you step out and you say, I'm done thinking, you are left with an extreme amount of anxiety in your body. And that causes you to restart the loop because you want to fix that. You want to solve that. Okay. But the key is you can't solve it. You can't beat anxiety head on. You have to starve it. And what I mean by that is once these loops go, you have to stop feeding the loop. And that's, like I said, nearly impossible, especially when you're first getting started, but you have to do it. You have to be extremely disciplined in your thinking and step outside the loop slowly but surely. Now, like I said, the loop has a gravitational pull. It'll, you'll literally feel it sucking you back in, trying to restart the loop. But the problem is that when you're in these anxiety loops, whatever the loop is about seems so much bigger than it actually is. Okay, that is one thing with anxiety and OCD that people suffer from is normal actions, normal, uh, you know, scenarios seeming like massive, huge deals, tragic deals that are like impending doom coming up. For example, you know, if you, for instance, like you're, you got in a little fender bender, let's say like you were at a stoplight and you just kind of, you know, nudge somebody from behind got out of your cars, you guys talked about it, exchange insurance information, no one was hurt, there was a little bump, whatever. The average person wouldn't feel good about it, it would be something that bothered them, but the person who gets in the anxiety loop, you know, it's the same event for person one and person two, but the person who gets in that anxiety loop may be thinking about, oh my God, what if, you know, I actually really hurt this guy? What if uh, they sue me for this? What if they sue me for this? What if they try to lie and say that this happened, and this happened, and this happened, and all of a sudden it's a huge deal. And you know, most likely when they try to like tell people around them that they're anxious, the, their responses will just be, oh, it's not a big deal. It's just this. This happens all the time. You know, little fenomenators happen all the time. There's no reason to be anxious. That, you know, response doesn't help because you're feeding the loop. The loop is like, oh my God, I need to be anxious. The other voice pops up. No, these are the reasons why you don't need to be anxious. But the first voice, you know, isn't like, okay, yeah, sure. No, your mind goes right back to being anxious. You have to step away from the loop. You have to starve it. And the problem why most people will not even attempt to try the solution. Even after they hear this episode, they won't even attempt to try it. It's because it feels like, you know, that's not the way to do it. It feels like that's wrong. Like if you have a thought that bothers you, that's anxious, and you just are like, I'm just going to starve it and not think about it at all. It feels like you're almost avoiding the problem. You're like, well, that's going to be there. You know, when I think about it next time, it's not done. That's not true. You know, anxieties are, are not average problems. That's true for like a task. 
And I say that a lot as far as productivity. Don't push, don't push shit away. Don't stuff shit down because when you come back up, it's gonna be right there. When you need to do it, it's still gonna be there. When you wake up tomorrow, but for anxiety, it's different, okay? For these loops, you do wanna push it away. What, you just don't think about it any way possible because it'll dissipate. It'll, if you think about a bunch of pieces of, you know, like a energy or just however you can imagine it in your mind, maybe like pieces of sand, okay? And as you give this, whatever it is, energy, as you give it fuel, it starts to come together into a physical ob- physical object, this anxiety. And as soon as you stop, it just dissipates back into little pieces of sand. Okay, so you need to pull away from that loop and let the anxiety loop just dissipate itself. Very, very difficult. Now, I want to touch a little bit on what scientifically is going on with these anxiety loops, okay? So OCD is a term that is thrown out a lot, okay? Obsessive compulsive disorder, especially in our society. It's used to talk about people who just are very particular about stuff sometimes like oh i love i need to keep all my plants in this order on my desk i have ocd but in reality ocd is not really something to be joked about ocd is a disorder that is absolutely you know brutal to live with and it is an extreme anxiety disorder where thoughts get stuck on an extreme basis those anxiety loops that we were just talking about i mean they go into extreme month-long year-long cycles for people with ocd And what it is, is there's an obsession, okay? Now, for that obsession, we can relate it back to our old loop about the car accident. The obsession would be, what if they get in a car accident? And the compulsion, OCD, obsessive compulsion disorder, the compulsion to try to get rid of that obsession, get rid of that anxiety, is to tell yourself, walk yourself through why that would never happen, okay? So let me give you an example. The the person with OCD obsesses about the car accident, about, oh my God, what if this happens? And then now they compulse because they need to feel better. They feel so full of anxious. So to get rid of that anxiety, now they tell themselves all the reasons why it's ridiculous, why there would ever be a car accident. There's only, you know, they go through all the statistics. They say, I just talked to, you know, I just talked to my girlfriend, blah, blah, blah. They go through everything. Now that loop, that's the loop, okay? That's why it's called, the next word is disorder because that's not where it stops. It's not an obsessive compulsive solution. It's an obsessive compulsive disorder because that doesn't help. All right, that does not help. And a lot of times you'll see OCD, you know, referred to for people who take physical actions. Like for instance, after they lock their door, they have to check it like six times or something. Now, the reason it's the exact same principle, the obsession is that, oh my God, what if my door isn't locked and somebody gets in and this happens and this happens. And the compulsion to make them feel better is to check the door, you know, six times or however many times they got to do it. You know, like for me, I suffer from OCD and I don't have a certain number, but I just have to you know, check. Sometimes I'll check it 20 times. Like checking is a very common, uh, you know, compulsion. And my OCD is not bad at all. It's not, you know, life changing. It's mild, which a lot of people have mild OCD out in the world. There's no doubt about it. You know, you get into these little loops. They are OCD loops. I call them anxiety loops, but they are, they're obsessions. And then you have a compulsion and then that leads to the loop being fueled. So just remember, you have to step away. You have to step away. I like to have something else that I can go to. So like mine is golf. All right, whenever I start to think about these loops and I feel myself start to go into an anxiety loop, I just start thinking about my swing, about my golf swing. And for the first couple minutes, it's like, I feel like I'm like really forcing it and I feel super anxious in my body, but I'm just like, all right, I'll think about my golf swing. And then next thing I know, I just literally am engrossed in my golf swing. I forgot I was ever even gonna be anxious, forgot about the anxiety loop. So if you guys suffer from this, 
First thing I want to say is you're not alone at all, guys. Okay, so many people suffer from this. And if you're a smart, intelligent person who thinks fast and works hard, most likely you do suffer from this because bright lights cast dark shadows and all those positive things you have in your brain and what people call inspiration, the other side of it is a negative part of your brain. Okay, not anything bad, but it drives you crazy because you get in anxiety loops and it makes you think worst case scenarios. So don't feel bad. If anything, be happy because you're blessed with the fact that you you are a bright light so you are going to cast a dark shadow all right and then second it's just guys i know no one wants to hear how to fix their problems when i was first being told how to fix my anxieties or how to deal with them i was so resistant so resistant you're probably thinking i can't just step away from my loops so you know anxiety takes over my life it's all i can think about i can't just step away it's not that easy i was there trust me i was right there in the exact same spot you are you can do it it's really fucking hard but you can do it, all right? So really try and put your mind to it because OCD loops and anxiety is no way to live the rest of your life, but you can overcome this, okay? So again, if you guys know anybody who deals with this at all, any of this shit, send this episode to them. It's gonna fucking help. I promise it's gonna help. It helped me so much. So I really want you guys to go ahead and send this because out of all the episodes that I've done so far, this is the one that can have a huge impact on people's lives because sometimes you just need somebody to say, hey, I was where you were and now I'm you know, feeling a lot better about it because I was able to just step out of the anxiety loops as long as it takes, even if it takes 20 minutes sometimes, and they're pulling me in like a gravi- like a gravitational pull. Discipline, live discipline, be disciplined enough with your thoughts to not get in these loops. It's not easy, guys. And I really do have sympathy for everybody dealing with this because it it's hard and it can lead to deep, deep suffering if you don't really take care of your mental health every day. So I know you guys are out there taking care of your physical health. I know you're out there elevating your standards and trying to take care of your life, but do not let the mental health falter. We're actually going to go on a lot of mental health episodes these next couple weeks, kind of get that theme going because I think it's a very prevalent theme with everything that's going on in society. A lot of people are dealing with some mental health issues. So that's it for today, guys. Again, it's a heavy topic, but send it out to people with anxiety because I promise it'll help. If you guys are on uh, online right now on any podcast platform, go ahead, give us a rating, give us a five star, follow me everywhere, Instagram, social media, at Derek Lauder, connect with me guys, send me some DMs, let me know what you like about the episode, and I look forward to seeing you guys later this week with a couple more episodes about mental health. Stay tuned guys, elevate your standards.